Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. Welcome to Friday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. More than 20,000 people have died since Monday because of the earthquake and aftershocks in Turkey and Syria. And the Turkish American Society of Chicago hosted a vigil last night to honor the dead. It was an interfaith vigil held at their building in Mount Prospect, which is a northwest suburb. The society president is Rana Yurtsever, and she says it's vital because the disaster is hitting home for some Chicagoans. We have community members whose families have been affected. In fact, um, one of our community members' brother was under the wreckage for the past three days. Um, they just found out that he, he was just found dead. She says it's important for Turkish people, Syrians, and the community at large to gather as one to pray for everybody impacted by the earthquake. Yesterday was the second mayoral forum hosted by WBEZ's daily talk show, Reset. My colleague Tessa Weinberg was there, and she says two candidates for Chicago mayor disagreed on whether to close vacant school buildings. Activist Jamal Green says he wouldn't. Instead, he said he would invest in the buildings in order to attract more families to the neighborhoods. At the end of the day, we should not be looking to close any more school buildings. We have school buildings right now in our communities that are land vacant with no purpose for them. Alderman Roderick Sawyer says he supports the vacant buildings being reused. But he says ultimately the city is spending too much money on them. That's the biggest issue in disparity in the budget the vacant operating schools that we have, the under-enrolled schools that we have. Cook County Commissioner Brandon Johnson and businessman Willie Wilson confirmed they would be at the forum yesterday, but they didn't show up. Green and Sawyer talked about a lot more yesterday, including their short-term plans against crime. You can listen to both forums from this week and a breakdown of each of them at wbez.org slash reset. Right, so the municipal election is only a few weeks from now. And Mary Lori Lightfoot's administration is defending a lot of his work over the last few years, including the decision not to reopen the city's shuttered mental health clinics. Instead, the administration has been pushing a treat people where they are approach by expanding partnerships with federally qualified health centers and other existing neighborhood resources. This week, Chicago Public Health Commissioner Allison Arwady said the network has been extended to all 77 neighborhoods. We are not done. This is a milestone. But it is not complete. There are a lot of folks here in Chicago who still haven't accessed no barrier health services. And we've got a lot to do on the coordination front. Arwady also says continued progress on this model of care all boils down to what happens after Election Day. You ever heard of the Wolf Prize? It recognizes the scientific and artistic achievements of people all over the world, and it comes with a $100,000 reward. Well, my colleague Lisa Phillip is reporting that a chemist at the University of Chicago is one of the eight winners this year. Chuan He was one of the first scientists to explore whether changes to RNA are reversible and can impact gene expression. He says the idea stemmed from conversations with a colleague back in 08 and basic curiosity. It's a curiosity and you test your curiosity and you went on to do tests, you made a discovery and then you started to think about the potential implication, you realize you're opening up a potential new field of 
science. His findings have implications for plant science, human disease, and even tissue regeneration. And before we get to the weather, a few quick hits. The Democratic National Convention is coming up next year. I mean, 2024 seems far away, but the longer I'm on this earth, the faster time flies. Anyway, the Chicago Sun-Times is reporting that the choices for where it'll be hosted have narrowed down to Chicago and Atlanta. Folks vying for Chicago want to disqualify Georgia because it's a right-to-work state, which means fewer union hotel rooms for convention attendees. I'll keep you posted on who'll end up hosting. And apparently, the city of Chicago's investment portfolio is growing. City Treasurer Melissa Conyers Irvin says it climbed from $9 billion to $10 billion by the end of last year, which helped to improve the city's credit rating. She talked about this and a few other financials in her State of the Treasurer's office address yesterday. The Super Bowl is on Sunday, and I don't know about you, but it's all about the halftime show for me. This year, it is Rihanna. You can find a preview of the rest of the lineup over at the Chicago Sun-Times website. I will list it here, but I really didn't even look yet. I like to be surprised, so I figured I'd spare you the spoilers in case you're the same way. As for weather, the sun is showing out again today with temperatures in the low 30s all day, going down to the mid-20s tonight and clear in the sky. And I hope you got some fun weekend plans because the sun is going to stay out through Sunday. And that's it for this morning. This afternoon, I'm talking with the creator of a Chicago pop-up closet for the trans and non-binary community. I feel like the ethos behind God's Closet is about like celebrating like trans divinity. That's today at 2. I'm Erin Allen. I'll talk to you later. 